Joining me to unpack uh, today's uh, market performance is uh, Louis Storm from Vega Capital. Louis, always a pleasure. Good afternoon to you. Ah, thanks. Thanks for having me. All right, Louis, let's talk about uh, today's market performance. A little bit of green, a little bit of red. Uh, what's driving investor sentiments this afternoon? Well, it's, it's basically the same as it's been for the past few weeks or so. The energy sector is seeing good gains, but the rest of the market still quite depressed. Um, we are seeing oil prices put a lot of pressure on the, the CPI numbers, um, which obviously will support the, the higher for longer narrative. And that will certainly hurt um, earnings and could hurt the economy. So that is definitely putting a damper on investor sentiment and confidence at the moment. I'm keen to get your thoughts, Louis. If we should see that oil price breach that $100 mark, is uh, the higher for longer uh, approach okay and uh, could help us in terms of inflation uh, during that period? Or would uh, central banks have to continue to increase rates to address uh, that increase in the oil price? I think it's very much a case-by-case type um, scenario because if you look at the, the U.S., they have a, a relatively strong economy still, still growing economy, um, which allows them to, to have a for longer view. They could actually increase rates or just keep rates as it is for, for much longer than um, most other central banks in, in the world. So if you look at, at Europe, they're sitting in a, in a very uncomfortable position where the, the growth is, isn't where it needs to be. Actually, it's, it's, it's close to, I think, around zero at the moment. And inflation is worrying um, as natural gas prices in, in Europe is also increasing. So um, I think it's very much it's going to be a lot easier for the U.S. than for, for most other countries in the world at the moment. Certainly something uh, worth being concerned about if you're South African, Louis. Let's get into some company news uh, now. It is a very busy day and always welcomed uh, by us. Let's start with Spa. Of course, Spa has reported that they're taking a huge knock in earnings. But I guess uh, the exiting of the, um, the company from uh, Poland has markets rewarding that counter. I think last I checked it was up more than 10%. Yes, he's correct. Uh, Spa has had a, a, a fairly difficult, um, well, few months or so. Um, but this is definitely some some good news. They have had some difficulties um, in in Europe, especially the the Poland um, business. So yeah, it's, it's good to hear, and it's good that there's some positive um, sentiment around around Spa. What is also interesting, I think, with Spa is possibly a cleanup. Let's go through a time, uh, Louis, when there was just a lot of negative news, uh, you know, about uh, the retailer. But it seems that, uh, you know, they are trying to forge ahead in a positive direction. Can it return to the Spa that we knew, uh, you know, before uh, the odd scandal? Yeah, well, it's, it's always been a very good business. Um, it's got a good, good business model. Um, over the last couple of years, it's made a, well. Most of its growth has come from Tops, which is the liquor um, liquor side of, of business, and it's also bought a pharmacy, which actually um, gives a nice feel to the whole business because it's like a one-stop shop now. You could do your, uh, we could basically do all of your shopping at, at one place. So it's, I think the business model is still great. It's still a good business, um, but I mean most. Most retailers in South Africa um, has had a tough time of law. So um, I think I think there's better, well, still a good business. And I think um, you could buy if, if you see some share price weakness. 
Keen to get your thoughts on NetCare now. They've also released a set of uh, an update of sorts, expecting revenue to grow between 9 and 10%. Also, the announcement um, of the exit of Dr. Friedland. Keen to get your thoughts here, uh, you know, uh, and if, you know, NetCare is one of those uh, companies that I think may need to diversify away from being a pure hospital play uh, in the future. But for now, their model seems to be delivering. So, yeah, um, the peer hospital plays also had a rough time, obviously, with COVID and after COVID, because most patients kept postponing um, procedures that had to be done. So, um, but it looks like um, it's finally, it's finally clearing up and it's finally recovering. So, um, I see occupancy levels increased quite a bit, patient days increased, which is encouraging. And um, Johnson & Johnson quite recently also had their results and they actually said that they are seeing a lot more um, procedures being done over the last year or two um, compared to, to COVID. So it's, it's good that it's picking up and it's, it's very positive for, for NetCare. Certainly one of the big ones coming out today is Capitec. Louis, let's talk about that. That share price also up more than 5% uh, at present. And, of course, they seem to have really managed uh, the issue of being uh, known as an unsecured lender really well over this high interest rate environment. Talk to us about this counter. That's that's true. Um, they, they had really good results. Um, but a few worrying things around the sector, about the banking sector, basically, is... Um, in a, an environment where interest rates has reached, has reached the peak and GDP growth is also slowing, um, it's, it's not a great environment for, for loans and also um, loan growth. So it's also, um, yeah, debt servicing cost is increasing and a rapid pace in the economy where job growth is and wage growth is basically non-existent. So this is there's a few things to consider. We also saw this in Capitex um, earnings today where credit impairment charges increased by more than 60%. So um, I think it's something just to keep in mind, but it's still an extremely strong business doing well but um, might have to take a look at their loan book just to see how strong um, the assets are. And then, uh, Louis, I'm keen to get your stock pick in a bit, but before I'd like us to reflect on some of the counters that have found favour with your industry peers. Let's take a look. So I think uh, first round is still looking relatively good to me. Uh, you know, they are close to 80 rand in after earnings and, you know, the sell-off that we've had. They're trading uh, in South Africa. We're trading down at about 63 to 64 rand. I think there's 20% over the next year in first round. It's given you a 6% dividend. Uh, and, you know, they've been conservative on their lending. And if they do open the taps as interest rates settle, you know, they could get some growth out of that. So at these levels, 64 rand, I think it's something you can buy and, uh, you know, look to do well over the next year and a half. I'm going for three. I'm going for the, the top three in the U.S. market, Microsoft, um, Amazon, and Alphabet, mainly because I don't pick up a newspaper. I don't pick up anything on a daily basis where they don't tell me how big AI is and how much spend is taking place there and how they've only how they've got the money to buy the chips, buy the uh, NVIDIA chips. So I think this is behind all our fears there's some huge business transitions taking place. And sooner or later, that's going to come through. And it's time just to pick away at those shares, you know, without being concerned about what's happening on the market at the moment. So I still remain very optimistic on, on, on this whole theme. Well, look, I'm going for U.S. government treasury bonds 30-year yield. I mean, this thing has pushed up its biggest bear market <laughs> we've seen in bonds. Oof. 
virtually in my lifetime. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't in investments in the 70s. I was still at school. But it's a seriously large move in bonds, and they're trading up towards the 5%, the, the, the sort of 4 5% level now. And inflation, the, the Federal Reserve will do whatever is necessary to contain inflation. In other words, inflation will go down to their 2% level at some stage, even if it means crushing the economy and the stock market, <laughs> they will do it. And the U.S. long bonds should trade somewhere between 2 and 3% through a cycle, not up at 4%. Mm. And this is a good buying opportunity, I think, to get a half-decent yield in dollars and the potential of quite a nice capital gain. I mean, it might go up another half a percent, who knows. But this is truly long-term value at these levels. All right, Louis, we have a first round Amazon and U.S. 30-year bonds. Keen to get your thoughts on some of uh, these ones. I can't even call them all counters, but please do go ahead. Yeah, so, so F&B, um, we've got a cautious view on banks, um, just overall for reasons just mentioned. Um, yeah, in, a, in a weakening economy and peaking rates, it, it, could, be, it could get quite tough for, for banks. But yeah, it is cheap and it has a proper dividend yield, so it's, it's definitely something to, to keep in mind. Um, I completely agree that Tatiya US Treasury bond uh, looks extremely cheap. It offers almost 5%. Um, this is putting pressure on, on equity markets as well, because at near risk-free, um, it's, it's almost risk-free investment. You're getting 5% in dollars, whereas uh, most earnings yields are not a lot higher than that. So, um, most investors are taking their money and, and putting it into the, the risk-free option because they're not really getting um, proper value in the in the equity market. So then also the, the AI play, I completely agree with. So my stock pick is also Microsoft. Um, we think it should be an overall winner in the AI segment. Just due to the, the, the massive amount of investment needed to, to stay ahead of the curve in the, in the AI sector. So we think um, with the massive cash stockpile that um, Microsoft has, they really have the, the um, sheer size to stay ahead of, of the curve and ahead of any other company. Um, in the recent, also the recent, recently reported, the, I think, think second quarter earnings, they um, so that quite good pickup from from the AI segment, um, adding about 200 basis points of growth. Um, so, I think um, the AI play definitely good, and it's also a long term play. It might not be good for the next six months or eight months, as um, interest rates might, you know, or the, the forecast may increase by 0.5 percent or 0.25 percent. But uh, for a long term investor, any weakness in a Microsoft share price, we think is a good a good buy. Well, Louis, it's a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you so much uh, for talking to us today and taking us through your thoughts and insights. Uh, that was Louis Storm uh, from uh, Vega Capital.